What's going on, dude? How are you? It's good to see you, man. Good to see everybody. Hi, good evening. This is my favorite thing that I do. Honestly, I could do this five days a week and be pretty happy, to be honest. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you why. Let's open this up the correct way. This is the end of my day. Maybe the beginning of yours. Maybe the middle. I have no idea. But this is the end of my day. Where I like to just kind of unwind and talk about some stuff. And uh, I'm glad that you're choosing to join me. Hanging out at work? Nice. Nice. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, man. Jetstreak, what's up, dude? What is going on? Yes, welcome. And for those of you that are watching this later on YouTube, welcome to Unjacked After Dark. This is my time of night where I get to enjoy, unwind, maybe have a few drinks, a few smokes. We just sit down and we talk. I have a live stage open on uh, Discord for those of you that are here live with me on Twitch. If you're on YouTube, you can always catch this on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 p.m. Uh, we go for about two hours. Come on over. Join the conversation live. For those that are here, uh, the Discord is open. We can always talk live uh, right here on the, dis uh, the discussion panel here. And uh, all that. And... Uh, I wanted to open up today's today's session here. I was thinking earlier. I had asked my wife. I had asked her if she could if she could ever uh, bring herself to go to a, nu a nude beach. I'd asked her that because I had experienced this once, and um, it was 2011. I was sent to Maui to work at the telescope for the U.S. Air Force. They put us up in the Marriott Hotel, and my job there was just to kind of reorganize the the, the building, help the scientists with whatever they needed, and uh, that kind of stuff. Well, on the weekend, this Air Force detachment gave you the snorkels and all the stuff that you wanted to go to the beach, or whatever you wanted. So, me and the guy that I was there with on temporary duty from Albuquerque, New Mexico... We decided to go snorkeling together. So we went down to what was called Big Beach. And then there was, I, I said, hey, if there's a big beach, where's the little beach? He's like, actually, little beach is just over the little ridge over there. But that's the nude beach. I said, whoa, whoa, there's nude beaches here? He said, yeah. I mean, he says, they just kind of let it go. Just if you want to go over there and get naked and, and go swim, go for it. Well, I'm from Connecticut. We don't even go swimming in our ocean. It's too cold. So I I thought I had it in me. I went up the ridge. I went to the top. I could see all the naked people below. And um, I thought to myself, I'm just going to take my shorts off and I'm going to walk down there. And it did not happen. I had nothing to lose. I had nothing to lose. It was a pregnant woman and a child and like a bunch of old dudes in like their 60s and 70s just hanging out. And I couldn't do it. I literally could not take off all my clothes and go down there and go for a swim. 
These people would never see me again. They have no idea who I was or, you know, am if I was there now. And I couldn't do it. My question to you tonight to kick us off is, have you ever been to a nude beach? If you have and you want to share your story, I'd love to hear it on my Discord. If you haven't, do you think you could? Do you think you could bear it all and go to a nude beach? That's a great story to have. Yeah, it was a it was a great time. I mean, so much more of that day, but it was it was such a good time. I figured I'd lead it off with a story tonight. I got the relaxing music. I'm already several bowls in. It's a great night. You think you can do a nude beach? I thought I could too, man. I used to think, like, what do I have to lose? Like, at the end of the day, it's just taking your clothes off, man. But I got to the ridge, and I just couldn't do it. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. So yeah, if you guys are just coming in, I, I just told my new, new, my new beach story. I didn't have what it took. And I'm just wondering because a lot of people are self-conscious about their body, you know, or maybe they're just shy in general. They come from a conservative background or I don't know for whatever reason, there's probably a million reasons not to take your clothes off and go out on a nude beach. I don't know. It was interesting. I, I found my line that day. We all do, right? <laughs> Would you like to hear my nude story? Sure. Yeah, if you guys want to come on to the, the panel, please. Tonight's podcast is really just kind of exchanging stories, ideas. I'd love to hear yours. Uh, I will just say up front, though, that if you tell your story, it could potentially be in a YouTube video. Okay, so in fairness, just think about that, all right? Because if it's good, it's going right alongside mine. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. Yeah, I'd like to hear it on stage. Come on. We all want to hear it. Don't type it. It won't have the same effect. I want you to come in and tell us a story. Hey, go ahead, man. Yeah, sounds good. All right, we'll text soon, man. We will text soon. If you guys want to come in and tell your story in the Discord, you know where to go. Yeah, no, please take your time. There's no rush, my friend. For everybody else, if you need the Discord link, get in here. Freshy, I saw you too. Hi, Freshy. Good to see you. Joho, what's going on, dude? Dude, I wish I could play Goose Goose Duck with you tonight, man. I wanted you, I do want to say, I really appreciate that you invited me. I'm still always flattered that people want to play with me. We will play soon. We will. I, I'm playing tomorrow. I mean, if you're always welcome, of course. Uh, for those that don't know... Tomorrow, we'll be playing at 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's my one day that I will be streaming uh, for the week, gaming-wise. I'll be doing podcasts, but Wednesday will be my, my only stream uh, for gaming. But yeah, absolutely. Welcome, guys. Welcome welcome into the podcast. I believe we're about to bring in Nebraska, and he's going to tell us his story about a nude beach. I would love to hear some entertaining things. All right, here we go. Let me uh, let me go ahead and uh, pause the music so we can hear him fully. Hold on, uh, hold on one second. Let me turn you up.
Let me, uh, all right. He's going to turn me up here. All right. Uh-oh. This uh, ain't good. I'm on stage now. You're on stage, I'm, buddy. You're live. We need a nude story. All right. Here's a good one. I'm out on an interstate lake here in Nebraska with probably 15 of my good buddies. We're out there. We're smoking pot. We got our tents up. We're drinking. We're having a good time. I look at myself. I'm like, self, you forgot your swimming trunks. Well, I'm about half crocked at this time, and I just decided to strip naked and jump in that lake. Everyone's looking at me as I'm standing there naked, having a good time, going, what on God's green earth is this boy doing? Everyone else is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm hot. I'm sweaty. I want to swim. I get out, I sit down, I'm still naked. I have never in my life had that many people look away from myself. They just couldn't take it. How many people were there? At least 15. That's a fair amount of people. Because I also feel like some of this uh, really like, like if there's a lot of people, it's definitely even more pressure, right? But it's like Yeah, it, it was definite pressure because... Like, Everyone else is in the lake having a good time, and I'm out of the water hot. Yeah. So, like, what was the end of that? Like, did you guys, like, just hang out all day like that, or? Well, it eventually turned out my good friend Richard was with me, too. He felt that I was a little lonely being naked, so he got naked. Okay. Then his girlfriend got naked. Next thing we know, everybody is naked. We're just hanging around the campfires, drinking beers, smoking pot. Here's 15 of us just being naked. You just caring. described Woodstock on a smaller scale. Pretty much. <laughs> What's up, Star Kid? Good we, to see you. Here we are out in the middle of Nebraska at some pond with probably a good 10 tents set up. We got our little community. I would imagine it was a few more tents than that, my friend. We finally get late enough in the night. We all throw our clothes back on. Here's where it gets interesting. I go cl- clamor into my tent. Go pass out. I have this three-room tent. I call it Casa de Tony. Richard's on the other side of the tent in the small part. I'm on the other side. I'm passed out. I hear this rustling on the other side of the tent. A zipper appears in the darkness. I hear more rustling. I hear my zipper of my tent unzip. Jesus. I open my, I'm like, what do you want, Richard? He's like, I'm cold. I'm like, go cover up. We got plenty of blankets. You're a big old Mexican. Go back to bed. I pass out. I hear him again. Tony, I'm cold. I'm like, I don't care. Go to bed. I wake up in the morning to this arm around me. I open my eye, dude, and there's this big Mexican arm around me, and I look over, and I'm like, Richard, Richard, what are you doing? Wait, He's just like, for clarification, are you guys still naked at this point? No, we're clothed. Oh, okay, because I, I just didn't well, know where the clothes way, started and stopped. On. Let's put it this way. We have underwear on, okay? We're right, not well, fully clothed. We have underwear. Okay, because, so you know, I'm not here to judge you. I've got a 230-pound Mexican cuddling with me. You're lucky, dude. Do you know over. how many people would pay for that? 
I look over at him. I say, Richard, what are you doing? He's like, I got cold. I figured you wouldn't mind. I said, why did you think I told you to go back to bed? <laughs> but I'm, I'm like, now you got to go back to bed. He's like, but I'm warm now and comfortable. I'm like, thanks, dude. Thanks. Now I'm your little cuddle buddy here. I, I mean, I've heard worse. <laughs> All right. It gets better. It gets better. We yeah, it would have been funny if they've been naked. That's what Crafty said. I agree. It gets better. We wake up in the morning. Everyone's hungover. We make breakfast. Everybody's good. There comes this couple we don't know out of the back, some tent. They're still naked. They're sitting around the campfire eating scrambled and eggs, naked as a jaybird. We're like, God damn, what did we do last night? Yeah, you guys turned that up. That's what you guys did. Uh, just so everybody knows, who's talking is Nebraska dad. Uh, he's on the stage at the moment. Um, we just had a few people asking who's talking. So uh, this lovely, silky voice you hear is Nebraska dad telling us a naked keep, story. All right. We keep partying throughout the next day. We're having a good time. It gets dark again. Okay. About this time, we're still about half crock, crocked again. I'm standing there at the campfire loading a bowl. Richard comes out of nowhere. He pantses me in front of this gorgeous woman. I mean, straight gorgeous. Throws me on the ground, rips my pants off, throws them into the woods, proceeds to pick my naked ass up, and throws me into the lake. I stand up and I'm like, Richard, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, well, we're having fun. I'm like, yes, we are. He's like, you're going to come get your pants? I got your pants. Nah, 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 nah. Well, he thinks I'm just that embarrassed and not coming out of the water. Well, here I come out of the water, stark naked, dick a swinging. I go chase him down with my clothes, grab my clothes, say, skip about putting these things back on. By this time, that poor little hottie so embarrassed, she's red in the face. Man, it sounds like everybody needs a Richard. <laughs> oh, my God. Richard was great. <laughs> hey, nonfiction well, asked if it's a DILF. Is there a DILF? No, 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 no. No DILF. No, he's no a 230-pound goofy Mexican. All right, he's thanks for the clarification. Guy. Thank you. Dude, wonderful that's, man. that sounds like a really good party. I'm going to be honest. That sounds oh like a great God. time. And then by the end of it, I got her naked too, so me and her ended up having a little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I like this guy. See, he knows, he knows know, how to right? get. He knows how to finish the layup. You know what I mean? Just like that. Exactly. All right. At least dude. I had a good wingman that night. Uh, we all do. Sometimes, sometimes you just can't. Hey, Kayla, good to see you. Yeah, Nebraska the Dilf. Yeah, there you go. Hey, man, don't change your name to that. But it's it does have a little ring to it, right? Dilf oh, in Nebraska. <laughs> Dilf in Nebraska. <laughs> Dad, I would like to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just I you see that? There with me and my girl. Leopard skin. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. God. Hey, I'm going to, I'll have God. you hop off and I'll, I'll see if anybody else wants to come and tell this story. Okay. God. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to have to hop back on and tell a Dill story now. There you go. Save one up. Thank you, man. All right. Later, bud. There. Oh, man. This is so good. I love when these guys come in and share their stories. Uh, 
Yeah, he had a naked weekend. Him and Richard. I, I like to think, <laughs> I wonder if like they wrestled like Borat. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It sounded like a great time, though. You know what? When you're just out there and you're, you're having fun, it doesn't matter who you're with or anything like that. As long as you're laughing, you're living longer. You just got here, though? Well, well Sorcerer, good to see you. Good evening to everybody that just came in. Uh, it's very good to see you. We're having naked story time. So I had started off the stream discussing um, what my experience was going to a nude beach and not having the courage to actually like get like get out of all my clothes and get in the water on a nude beach. I, I didn't have it in me. So Nebraska Dad just shared his story. If anybody has a story to share and you want to come on to the podcast, uh, in the Discord, I'm live on the stage. All you have to do is put your hand up. I'll invite you to speak, and you can tell your story. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. I've heard about Borat. Borat is, like, just culturally good. You know? Borat is, yeah, nude beach. It was in Maui. Maui um, in Hawaii. I just didn't have it in me. I got, I got to the top of, like, the ridge where you walk down to the nude beach, and I just... I, I got to it. I went to take a, take down the swim trunks and I turned around and went back to the big beach. <laughs> I chickened out. I chickened out. I don't know why, but I chickened out. That's true. About to be naked because this one's <laughs> size small. It happens. That absolutely happens. So tonight we're just going to tell some stories. We're going to hopefully enjoy each other's company. And uh, so if, if at any time you guys want to speak, it's, it's open. It's open right there for you. Just hop in. $35 down the drain. Oh, that sucks. You know, clothes shopping is so hard. It's so hard to find something that fits you just right. Because, you know, it's just it, it, they just make it for like the average person. Like everybody's a different shape. It's so hard. That's why I hate going clothes shopping, just for that reason. Just for that reason. Anyway, tonight is uh is kind of a good night. I, I like this format a little bit. This is like I want this format to be kind of like a little bit seedy, a little bit dark. I got the red lights going on, the logo's red. I really like this idea of just hanging out for a couple hours and just kind of Having a conversation, I would like to hear from you guys too. You know, so it's kind of like a, a little conversation. You've been in three nude beaches in a month? Where Was it here in the U.S.? Wait, 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 wait. So did you actually go on to the nude beach? Man, she's probably, she's probably got way more uh, confidence than I do. I think that's what it is. Oh, really? What kind of tattoo did you get? What what kind of tattoo? Richard wrestled me to the ground and of me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That sounds really dangerous. It's your brand logo? That's interesting. I don't think I could get a logo tattooed on me. That's I don't know. That's a big commitment. Do you guys do you guys have like like there has to be lines, right? I don't think I'd get anything corporate. And not unless it was like super meaningful to me. For me, I I, I just feel like a, it's such a deep thing. 
So like the only thing I get tattooed on me, like I've, I've had lots of like, like logos and stuff. I've, I've had probably 50 logos from different companies that I've run and I've never tattooed one on me. That's dedication, my dude, but not technically a nude beach. Wait, what does that mean? What, what does I've been to a nude beach, but not technically a nude beach. Like, Either everybody was naked or not. It doesn't have to be like an official, like, hey, this is a nude beach. If everybody was naked, I, I think that counts, right? And nobody went to jail. Stripped down to my lady bits. Oh, really? Okay. That's bold. You are extremely, uh, extremely confident. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is my channel. And, and I'll be honest, it's not that meaningful. I think, I, I don't know. You're dedicated. That, I'll say that. All right, let's bring nonfiction in. Hi. Hi. Hello? Hi. 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 Can you hear me? What's going mm -hmm. on, ma'am? Hi. 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 So, so it wasn't technically a new beach, but I was nude on the beach. Okay. Was everybody else... Or, or were you just in violation? Uh, is two of us. We were back behind the reeds, and it was like ten or eleven at night. Oh, okay. So this is like a skinny dipping <laughs> thing. I got you. I mean, kind of. I mean, I've also, I've also, I've also uh, had sex in the ocean publicly, but secretly. Oh. So there's that. There so is I, that. I, but they're, they're all public beaches, but I was just very sneaky. Yeah, you, you got away with it. Yes, I did. Have you ever, like, it, could you go to a regular nude beach in the afternoon at, like, 1 o'clock? You pull up, strip down, and out you go, and there's a 100 other nude people on the beach? Could you do it? Maybe, like, on the edge, the outer edge. But it doesn't matter. I mean, everybody's going to yeah. see you, whether you're at the edge or the middle. Or it doesn't matter. Yeah, but if people are going to go to the more populated areas, I guess, you know, and look more over there. <laughs> We're all just kind of kind of be confident, but kind of be timid, you know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I will say this. Mm. At the nude beach that I was at, it was mostly old dudes. And. <laughs> I feel like most nude beaches are nothing but, and when I say old dudes, I mean like 60s and 70s. Like, their balls were like hanging. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like that old, you know? Yeah, anyway. if it was like that, I wouldn't because I'm a young lady and that's kind of creepy. There was no young ladies at the nude beach exactly. that I was at. So maybe like a European one would be better. More comfortable but um does that make a huge difference i actually did not think about this i think it does whether yeah. when in rome is does that apply i think so oh shit i never I thought about know. that if i was in italy would i more likely do it i mean i think people are a lot more comfortable in the book they're generally culturally yeah that's interesting know? Do I have anybody in my chat that's been to a, a European nude beach? I'd like to hear from somebody that's been to both. Um, I don't know. This is interesting. We got more people coming in, so maybe somebody will have a, a, a story in that regard. 
So nonfiction. Let's. Um, do you yeah. ever? Do you travel much? Do you have any plans to travel in the future? Are you a traveling type of person? I am very much a traveling person. I've been to maybe like twenty countries. Okay. In almost every state. I mean, I lived on a tour bus, so I've been to almost every state. So you've and, been. But I haven't left. I haven't left the Western Hemisphere or whatever. I've okay. only gone up and down. But I've gone all the way down to Chile. That's pretty cool. I've never been to South America. Yeah. I'm very jealous. I've been to Central Peru America. Peru is my favorite. I, yeah, I told you before, I almost moved there because I just fell in love with it. I could move yeah. I could move maybe to um, Costa Rica. Probably I would like Peru. Well, Peru they would love- be interesting. Argentina would Peru be interesting. Very, they're very in touch with nature there. I actually went to a shaman ceremony where they uh, make like little sec or uh, gifts offerings to Pachamama, which basically is their mother, mother nature. Um, hmm. Yeah. And like, it, it's very easy to get altitude sickness there, you know, up and down and I've been to Machu Picchu and stuff. Yeah. And yep. uh, um, they always like give you cocoa leaves. Uh, yeah. You chew, chew on them. them. It's like caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I will say this. Every time I go somewhere like Asia or or even like Middle East or somewhere, um, they always have like some really cool like cultures. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it just feels different because it's outside of mine. I don't know. I really want to go to Nepal and see some of like the temples and stuff. Yeah, I would love to go to Nepal. To see those. Maybe yeah, if I can get my community World, big enough, right? we can do a podcast live in Nepal. Yes. See that? Big ideas. You've been to Disney World, right? No, I, I will not ever go to Disney World. Never? No. I mean, I know I get why you don't like it, but never no. been there? I vote with my wallet oh. very, very well, there's one, much. There's one ride there. It's the Expedition Everest at Animal Kingdom, and it's like, it's like, theme park design is like like a Nepal temple type thing with like prayer flags and all that and it's just like so intriguing to me and like there's like a whole like the waiting line for the ride is like kind of like a museum about Bigfoot the Yeti and it's really cool like see I'm so torn between this because I I have like my my steadfast like I vote with my wallet like no I won't spend money here good sir because I don't believe in, in, you know, X, Y, Z that you're doing. And yeah, but at the same time as like a professional artist myself, I have a deep appreciation for the artwork and, and the creativity that comes from Disney and what it brings to the world and the stories that they're able to tell and they're able to deliver. And I just don't know how yeah. to reconcile those two things. Even just theme parks in general, like the storytelling that happens, like in Missouri where I am, we have one, but Disney does it on a very different level. It's like, yeah, but we have one that's like a whole pioneer themed. Yeah. And it's like, it's really interesting and weird and like frontier pioneer type feeling. Uh, Cause like yeah. we had season cool. tickets, like six flags and yeah. it was nothing like what oh, Disney world would be. <laughs> yeah. But I do like agree. It's the best chain. Tells, like, just like the lines for each ride tells a story. That's what's cool. Yeah. Like, like it's literally like history 
like I mean, it looks like a museum for for the Yeti in the line for that. You know, I paid almost two thousand dollars for um, six season passes. That shit was crazy. Yeah. I like to do here. I'm going to tell you a little something. I, so, I mean, we haven't been able to do it because of COVID, but normally I like to really kind of uh, spend some of my money as for experiences, right? Like mm-hmm. you can go and buy your tangible things, your backpacks, your cars, your whatever, your phones. Um, but like the experience of something to do it as a family is, is so good. So like, I, I really want to do, um, something on a yearly basis that we do as a family. So when we first moved here in New Hampshire, I bought the season tickets for six flags. And I just figured we go down there several times during the summer, really spend some good time as a family. And, uh, and then COVID hit, but like, I wanted to do like season tickets to like, um, to like UNH's basketball team or hockey league, you know, and then be able to go to all the games as a family, that kind of stuff. You guys ever do that kind yeah. of stuff in your family? Is that weird? I always like the zoo, the season pass, annual pass to the zoo. But that's we don't have a zoo. big animal lover. Yeah. In Albuquerque, so we had a zoo. I'd buy that over anything else, I think. I'd get that over, like, sports tickets, you know, or sports passes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm hoping that COVID's over one day so I can go outside and play again. Yeah. Same, same. So what's going on? How's life? Uh, catch us up. I have not been able to really been, get out there and see uh, streamers and uh, streaming yourself. You've been doing some uh, art streams and everything else. What's going on there? Yeah, I was going to do an art stream now, and then I saw you on, and I'm like, eh, I'll just listen to the podcast instead and maybe chime in. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so right now I'm I'm drawing the picture I sent you still. I'm still, like, tweaking all the lines, but I'm figuring it out. Drawing pads are hard, but I love it. I agree. It's like are, my third one. Are you still playing Goose Goose Duck? Uh, Not as frequently, but somewhat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think it's good that you leverage your, your art side. Um, you know, I'm kind of doing the same thing. Um, content comes in cycles for me because I like to try new things like every few months. Otherwise I feel like my stream gets stale. And so that's like why last week I started cutting out the gaming and kind of like bringing podcasting to the, the forefront. Um, I just think it's good. I think it's to see it's good to see what people like and what they don't like, and um, mm-hmm. you know, are you I, so that leads me to the question to ask you: Are you uh, are you seeing like positive growth there? Are you getting a lot of the support from the audience that you've already built? Yeah, yeah, actually, I've grown really good community and everything. Um, I've had really bad mental health issues, so I haven't been able to be consistently streaming, but. I've still been able to like consistently maintain like this community, which is really awesome. And we've like, all been like doing art together this week. And it's been really cool. Like Iron Claw said he got a new tattoo. Uh the person who did that for him did my emotes. I go post them. Oh, that's and, really and cool. Been, and then he's been teaching me how to use my drawing pad. Like all last night we drew all night. Like I started the drawing I sent you last night. 
Ah, I got you. There, I just posted my yep. new emotes. I like those. Very nice. They're my punk rock otter. Hell Otters yeah. Otters are my favorite animals. So that's the good stuff. Ones. Yeah. And so that that guy also did uh, the tattoo that Ironclaw was talking about. That's awesome. Like, I wish I could, yeah. I could get more, like, I wish I was a little bit more freeing with my body. Because, like, I have some really cool logos that I've made that represent me. Right, like my own Jack logo is is pretty dope. I, honestly, I'd love to put that on me, but I just, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I hesitate. You know, I hesitate. Yeah, I like I like these emotes. Very nice. Yeah, his name's FB Warlock. He's wants to start streaming, but needs better internet. But he's doing really good. Yeah, no, no, no absolutely. Doodling all night, overnight this last night. And he's just teaching me how to use GIMP and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. I, that is seriously good. Um, well, very nice. I um I don't want to get off topic too much, but like, yeah, I just wanted to at least check in and say hi and see how you're doing, just on a you know more right. personal basis there. Yeah, and I well I have only been streaming like two and a half months or something, maybe three almost, and I just hit five hundred, so that's pretty exciting. I think that's pretty good, you know. Yeah. I um the first the first year of streaming is just it's a it's a bear. It really is a bear. Because you feel like you you don't know how much you're supposed to stream, and then as soon as you see somebody like surpass you in numbers, you feel like you're not streaming enough. But there's really never a comparison and you know I just I just wish there was more of like a pathway to like guidance, you know. And, yeah. um, you know, I know but my, like other people, we even like in the chatting right now, um, who've like had slower growth than me and started around the same time as me. And we're all just kind of learning together and tossing ideas back and forth and figuring it out. And I, I made it, a lot of mistakes, but yeah, I'm still having a good time, you know, growing and we're all growing together, which is really cool. Yeah. I learned a lot. That first year was uh, a little bit of a beast, you know, but I had to learn how to like deal with chat I had to learn with how to like internalizing, like when I check my, my follower count and I see it goes down by a couple after I finish a four hour stream, you know, it hurts my soul a little bit. So I had to like learn how to kind of deal with, with like, Hey, this is the cost of doing business. You know, yeah. like there was, there's a lot of things I had to learn, like when to ban somebody, when not to ban somebody, when to create content, yeah. when to stop creating content, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I've been learning all that too and making all my mistakes. I mean, you know how bad the trolling got, and then I learned to not care anymore. And you actually helped me through with a lot of that. And now I like have a lot more leniency, but also a lot more understanding of when to ban, when to not ban, how well, to you react. Know. You know, and yeah, it just comes with time. When you have a big enough community that kind of surrounds your, you know, they surround you. Like when, when yeah. things go downhill and you're like, guys, I need you. And like, they come out of the woodwork and, and they're there to support you through it. And they're there to, you know, help you. Like, that's what I was trying to show. Like, yeah, sometimes you have to embrace each other and circle the wagon a little bit and, uh, and all that. So, you know, you'll get through it. You'll be fine. Yeah. And I have yeah. like 15 mods right now. And like people have asked me like why I have so many. And I'm like, because trolls exist and I'm a scared, timid girl. I don't know. 
And, yeah, um, I embrace I call them mods. My, my, I call them my Mahdi guards. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, they they do help me a lot. They, there's one that I have that like keeps banning. Like I randomly like will open up my stream after I haven't like touched my stream channel like in a day and see like ten people banned. Yeah, because they are like a mod for someone else. Like professionally, I guess I accidentally captured a professional, and then. Uh, <laughs> He just like bans all these people and has like little reasons like sexual harassment, transphobia, stuff like that. I you know, I rarely like, ban people. That's cool. Yeah. I I am like mm -hmm. a very like like very forgiving kind of thing. Hey, what's up, Jack Street? Yeah. Good to see you back, man. Um all right, so I, I, I brought like let me let me go back from the tangent a little bit here. Um <laughs> so we were talking about nude beaches. We were talking about like just kind of being out there publicly and naked and stuff like that. And, um, I've never actually done any kind of skinny dipping either. I am. I've like, the more I thought about this earlier today, the more like prudish I felt, but like, I'm not prudish. I'm just, I've never been in a situation where that actually happens. Um, I don't really know where in particular I plan on taking tonight's podcast. I, I typically, my night is, is simple. I read news throughout the day. I kind of like float through my day smoking as, as much cannabis as I possibly can. And then at nine o'clock when I'm ready to unwind and just kind of spew it all back, uh, I, I go live so we can do just that. Um, you need to be banned sometimes. No, no, no. I don't want to ban anybody. Like that's the thing. Like in my, in my world, there's only like a few people that are banned. Not in my like personal world, but like as far as like the stream goes and stuff. Um, in like my personal world, there's a lot of banned people. I feel like but, when you ban people, it's more because they're annoying. Because you you're good at rolling with punches and stuff, where it's just like you're yeah. really annoying. Bye. <laughs> One thing is a guy that I never had to deal with is like uh, sexual harassment on stream. Yeah. Like nobody comes in and like, you know, compliments me in, in a, a way that makes me feel uncomfortable or anything like that. I could imagine being a female streamer in, in, yeah. in like that manner. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of other things too. It's like, as soon as somebody finds out a Redditor is a female, like I can't imagine rip your inbox, you know? Yeah. 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 I think, I mean, it was definitely terrifying the first month and scary. And then now I'm like, Oh, it just happens, and we can learn to roll with the bunches and embrace it. Yeah. Nebraska says if you have a big Johnson, you're fine. Just strut it. Um, <laughs> I like. Oh man, does that matter? Is that the only thing that they judge you on, though? I have no idea. Like, I just think it's the it's the entire idea. This is what happens when you grow up in a country that doesn't embrace sexuality. We have no nude beaches. Europeans, they have it all. Why? Why here in the U.S. do we not? No, no, no. I don't need any compliments. I do not. Oh, but he might. He might need some. Yo, what's up, Spicy Nuggets? Good to see you. Come on in. Come on in, everybody. We're just chatting. And, and let me just take a pause for a second. Just to kind of welcome everybody. We are also live in the Discord on the stage. Nonfiction has joined us right now. Uh, if anybody would like to join in and, and comment on tonight's panel, you are welcome to come in and be a part of the panel. 
This is an interactive after dark podcast. This isn't like an interview podcast. This is me and you having a conversation. We can take this conversation anywhere it needs to go. I started it by talking about nude beaches where we end. I have no clue. So there's, you know, there's that, but yes. Hello everybody. Welcome. And, uh, nonfiction. What, what else we got with this? You think, you think it's run its course? Um, maybe unless anyone else has nudie stories. I see. Tell hello to nonfiction. I don't know. Oh, your I Peruvian think... friend says hello, nonfiction. <gasps> My Peruvian friend. Your Peruvian friend. Wow, she collects friends everywhere. Amazing. I collect friends. Yes. She is. She is such a globalist. Wait, is that what that means? <laughs> oh, hell, Pachamama. I think a lot of people have fear of. Uh, this is Nebraska dad. I'm answering his his little chat. Um, I think a lot of people have different fears for different reasons, right? So, like, I don't know. Like, some women don't like to have, like, one side of their face showing because maybe they have a scar or something, a little self-conscious, right? Maybe for, like, women, I could imagine, like, like especially after childbirth, like, stretch marks or, like, uh, or like C-sections or something like that. I can understand that. For guys, it could be the same thing. You know, there's guys out there had, like, rapid weight loss or, you know, I don't know. There could be a million million reasons. I have no idea. But there is that. So, um, like, scared of dogs? Yeah, like, I'm scared of dogs. I, I could not be a mailman. Dude, I, if I was a mailman, I'd be the worst one ever. I would just get, like, a gun that shoots at, you know, air and your packages in it. If you had a dog, like, I'd just shoot him over the dog to your house. Best wishes, you know? Misplaced nipples. Wait, what? Who has? The, wait, what? Um, sir, can you just clarify that particular statement right there? A third nipple. A third nipple. Is that a common thing? Scared of? Yeah, I'm also scared of camel spiders. For anybody that does not know what those things look like, uh, they look like death coming at you, and they're in Saudi Arabia. They're they're nasty little things. Oh God! Last thing I wanted to think about tonight, but here we are. Our race has been around for less than a million years. We're still wired. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things, right? You're a product of your environment as well. Like if you're always told that the earth was flat and you can't go to the edge because you're going to fall off, you're probably going to grow up and be like, yeah, that's actually true. A woman with a third nipple. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe, right? Congrats to her. Is that even a thing? Nonfic, have you ever heard that? Yeah. Is that a so. real thing? I think so. I don't want to Google this. It will be in my, it will literally be in my search history. I'll Google it then. I'm no, 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 I know what to do. Where's my phone? I got Firefox incognito mode. Right? Let me see. What's it called? Firefox after dark. Oh, no, Firefox focus. Um, do Supremacy people. Nipple. Have super supernumerary nipples. In the case of many nipples, is a condition in which you have one or more extra nipples on your body. This is in addition to the two typical nipples on the breast. The third nipple, or the presence of multiple nipples, is also known as polymastia or polyphilia. What in the world? 
I mean, have we had too much internet today? Is that what's going on here? Does somebody need to have there's the internet taken people. away? Oh, here's one who has their third one, Pierce. Oh, that's God. Fun. Okay, I'm. that's where I'm getting off this train. I uh, I don't think I could do that. Ooh, ooh, three. I don't even know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. L- literally, if if my significant other for the first time took her shirt off and I saw a three, I, I honestly, I don't know. I I don't know. I literally don't know. I have not had time to process this. Yeah, I mean, if you grew up in Atlantis, uh, sorcerer, you'd be fine with dolphins and sharks. They'd be your best friends, right? It's like the guys that grew up with the wolves. Those guys, they love wolves. By the way, they're not real, though. Those guys are not real. A third breast? Yeah, you are horrible. I agree with that. Sir, I need a line judge over here. Is this guy is this guy too much? <laughs> yeah, everything on the internet is true. That's that's actually a fact. Everything you read on the internet is factual. You should get it tattooed on your body as well. I I'm sure somebody out there has had like a surgical input, like uh, like a like a third breast, like total recall. It had to be a stripper. I Okay, I'm not prepared to go down this rabbit hole today. I am not prepared for this. But I would imagine that augmentation surgery would be uh, would be at least... I bet you it's happened once. At least once. That was a skin tag? That's nuts, dude. I, I literally had no idea that that was even a thing. Oh my God. I don't know whether I'd be in, in heaven or hell on that. I really don't. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's a story, right? Like, hey, anybody want to play with all my nipples? <laughs> I am not prepared for this conversation, sir. I am certainly not prepared. Um, I mean, I guess you celebrate life's life's flaws, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You believe everything on the internet? Yeah, wrestling, wrestling is is true, is is real for real for real. No, this conversation came out of nowhere. Thank you guys, appreciate that. See, the chat's always good for this. Mountain Fake, you ever do this on your channel? You should you should do something like this. That would be cool one day. One day when you're ready, you know. Do what? Do what? Podcast? Yeah. I'm good at going with the flow, just not leading the flow. You know. Like you use a leader and I'm just chiming in like, oh, I have things to say about that. I I'm kind of an interesting person, maybe. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I guess I mean, you're I right. Talk about all my travels. To talk about that. Uh, I can okay. I can definitely understand about illness. that. Though I don't have much experience though, other than those things. <laughs> I I want I to be a stage manager. That was really cool. And then I got starstruck, and I had to do my job. And I was like scared to talk to the musician that I had to like tell to get to the stage. Wait, who were you starstruck by? Well, was, they're all Christian bands, like Creed. His name's uh, they're usually smaller than Creed, but like we've had Lecrae before. And uh, do they really have groupies like that? 
What? Do they have like groupies? Like no, I just bands? got starstruck because there is a. I, I didn't. I, I don't mean you're a groupie. I just mean do like do people really feel that way about those bands? Well, I mean, before I start getting exposed to like musicians, I'm like this person's famous who I've only like heard on the radio and stuff and on my CD for like ten years or five years, and now like oh they're a real human being but they're like famous. You that know, is. That is, but then I got used to it after being like a stage manager because I had to deal with musicians. There's this one band that I was like fangirl over, like their boy band, Christian boy band. Interesting. I got to drive them to and from the airport, like alone, and I'm like freaking out. And they like wrote me a song about like eating bacon in naked in the shower, and I was like (laughs) freaking out, and I'm just trying to be cool still. But I'm like driving them there for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some people are asking who you are. Um, I'm speaking to nonfiction. She's also a streamer. Um, she's she's a good friend of the stream, and uh, she joins the panel from time to time. Um, you're out of. Well, you're from the U.S. Yeah. And you're from the U.S. and uh, specifically the yes. Midwest, right? Right now I'm in Missouri, but I've lived in Minnesota, Florida, Texas, and Maryland. And I've been to almost every state. There you go. Um, They're saying I would love BTS. I'll be honest. I never (laughs) liked uh, K-pop before living in Korea. But I lived in South Korea for eight years. One of my favorite Korean like like pop stars is Hyuna. It's a little bit of an oldie, but Hyuna was really good. I love her song Red. It just the bass just pumps. I love it. I I'm I would be starstruck if I saw her for sure. That's true. Korea is very uh very per- like Korea to me is literally my second home. Like I could fly into Incheon, have my apartment set up almost anywhere I want in the country. And I would be, I would be just fine. I would be fine. I literally still have my, my subway token. I have everything. Yeah. I would be super star, starstruck over there. Yeah. Jet streak's been uh, all over the place as well. What's that? Nonfic? Have you been to Singapore? I've not been to Singapore. I've been to Hong Kong. Uh, I've been to Thailand. I've been to the Philippines. I've been in Japan. I've been to Korea. Um, I've been to China. I think, yeah, I think that's about it for, for Asia. I mean, South, I've been to Saudi Arabia as well. And, and those kind of places too. You know, where it's supposed to be, have the best airport like in the world. I really want to see it. Cause I love airports. Have you ever been to ah. the Thailand airport? Me? Yeah. Uh, no, I've only been north and south. So I've been to like Vancouver. I've been to, oh, okay, okay. Chile. I've been to Lima's. Yes, the, the Thailand, uh, the Thailand one is like absolutely breathtaking. It is so huge, but there was nothing more creepy than uh, we landed in China. And it was the largest airport I've ever seen. And no one was there. 
like our plane landed for a connection and the entire airport was silent. There was nobody there. It was like one of those openings of like the zombie movie. But the only people that were waiting for us was the custom people. That that stuff was crazy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you I off. I did just go to the Puerto Rico airport. Like, uh, oh, I'd love to go to Puerto six Rico. six months ago. I, was only, I just went there for work. So I was only there for overnight. But uh, yeah, that was interesting. But that was during COVID. So I had to like get my, that was the first time I needed to get like a, a COVID test or whatever. Yeah. And everything before the vaccine came out. I've never that, was had kind of, that was intimidating. Like going through the airport, it was so busy. And like we all had to have like those papers filled out and stuff before we left and after we left. And then couldn't we go on another job for like two weeks? International yeah. travel is so stressful. I would, I would, yeah. F- yeah. Absolutely stressful. I remember, when, I remember when COVID had just started. It was when I just started my job where I was traveling and like maybe like three months when it started really hitting the U.S. It like I it goes in the Atlanta airport and like it was so crowded and like all the like six feet apart and everything was in place and masks and all that. But uh, it was so crowded and like they weren't doing anything to like control it really. And I remember I was in line for security, like a long line. Yeah. And everyone was like freaking out, but like no one was like really spacing out either. And I remember overhearing a guy next to me who was like, I work for the CDC. What you're doing is so dangerous. And like trying to like get people's attention and everyone's like, just chill. Or like all the work, like airports workers, like they didn't care really. Cause they just like, there's just too many people to really do anything. Right. Right. It's very so, like, difficult. It was to scary. That. I was like trying to like keep distance but when you're like in a like single file line waiting for security like you can't control the person in front or behind you you know no very very i don't know i was like traveling like three four days a week all last year i don't know how i yeah i used to travel a lot yeah i used to not anymore i don't think a lot of people do anymore uh jet streak says Try flying in Hawaii. I've actually flown in and out of Hawaii several times. Um, just a little shout out to the Hawaii uh, Honolulu USO. Uh, that's a little place where veterans can go and get free cookies, maybe a sandwich, take a nap. You can go hang out in their lounge for free. And uh, I, I've taken advantage of it every time. Uh, my dad had passed away, for example, in 2012. So I had to fly overnight last minute from Korea to Rhode Island. And, uh, but there was a really bad storm and we couldn't fly in and they canceled every, uh, every flight except one leaving like 20 minutes from now. And it's a 12 hour layover in Honolulu. And then I was able to, uh, I was able to go to USO. But with COVID, I would imagine things have changed dramatically, and maybe it'll never come back. I, I don't know what the USO situation is, um, but I, I do hope that – I hope we get through this sooner than later because, man, it's not looking good out there right now. Not looking good. Uh, Florida is now one in four people in Florida have COVID. Uh, that's not good. That is definitely not good. Literally like 25% of Florida is COVID positive right now. 
Um, not that we're going there, but since we are talking about COVID and how it changes us. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a good night, right? Is everybody a good night? I think we're going to take a, a one-minute break just so I can go stretch my legs. I'd like to uh, refill my, my glass of tea and uh, also just kind of touch up on the bowl real quick. Can we do that? Nonfic, you can talk to the audience if you want uh, while I'm gone. Okay. But, uh, you know, terrorize them with whatever you want. Um, just okay. remember, it's enshrined in YouTube later. All right. I'll be right back, it's guys. This is nonfiction. Too. She'll talk to you for the next. Yeah. Let's all go stretch our legs or, or listen to nonfic. Be right back. Hi, fam. How's it going? What's up? What's your budget? What's your favorite music? There's this one new song everyone's been talking about by what, Little Mass X or something? You're doing good? That's good. Silent. We got Silent Sorcerer here in the crowd. Jetstreak77, Commander Gary. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm broken love all form music. Well, me, I'm I'm broken love all music. I love punk rock. I love the aesthetic of punk rock and grunge. But I'm not very good at pulling it off. But I like it. I just got my new emotes. Here, I'll show you them. They're punk rock otter. Because otters are my spirit animal. What's your spirit animal? Otters are my spirit animal because I have really bad depression and anxiety. And when I go to the zoo and I look at the river otters, they just look so content with life. You know, they look so happy and free and they're just swimming and happy. And that's how I feel when I'm in the pool. I just feel like relaxed and like all is all, all well in the world and all will be all right. But I also like to be grunge and punky. So that's why. My emotes is punk rock otter, and I'm really excited about them. My friend FB underscore warlock, who's going to start streaming now and does art commissions, he drew those. Yeah, so if you're if you like them, hit him up. He does commissions; they're not that expensive. But he's extremely talented. He's teaching me to do drawing pad uh, right now, and so I'm actually doodling right now for another one of my streamer buddies, Scooby Gaming. Uh, I'm doing a little drawing of. He's a Scooby-Doo with a with a joint, you know, up in him. What's what's this guy going to say? Hi, hi, Jetstreak. What you don't want to say hi publicly to me? You want to say it privately? What up? Calling you out. Oh, what up? Getting on the record bandwagon. That's awesome. I've always wanted a record player. I've been to record stores. I love the record store vibes and everything. And just browsing. It's fun. I actually got a a tattoo at oh like record store slash tattoo shop that also had like a stage and they did like grungy like garage band punk music i hear too good <laughs> you think your friends should your friends think you should stream but you're scared why are you scared let's talk about it what's what's the fear i'm actually very shy believe it or not i know that doesn't like seem like it because i'm talking but Internet talking is a lot different than uh, talking IRL, you know, like it's hard meeting new people, you know, but with streaming and with gaming, it's like um, you already build that relationship in these games. Like I really built these really strong friendships and community playing Goose Goose Ducks specifically. And um, 
then I realized like I'm not terrible at like talking to people and bantering with people, especially in a game like that's social, like Goose Goose. Um, it was easy for me to build these relationships as a shyer person. Um, it does. It does make sense. Uh, I I worry about my appearance all the time on on screen. Uh, I've been you know harassed before, and I've gotten DMs, private things that are terrifying and scary, but. Uh, you get over it. You you learn to deal with it. At first, I took it very personally, and it broke my heart. I cried a lot um, after my severe trolling. It was actually on my birthday. It all started where it, people doctored photos and uh, like sent death threats in my name, slut shaming in my name, and that was terrifying. And I was really scared. And then after that, I. Uh, after that, I just kind of got used to it and realized, hey, it's not personal. Trolls, they actually attack everyone. And I don't, I shouldn't take it personal as like I did. I did it first because I was a new streamer and my few followers were being very mean. Where now I have a lot of followers and they all support me and they actually stick up for me when these people start being mean and scary. And these pe those other people, those trolls are just going to go try to troll someone else after you ban them. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's true. That's a hundred percent. Did you guys uh, have a good convo while I was gone? Yeah, spicy nugget raw sauce is thinking about being a streamer, but is nervous as a female. So what's stopping you? We can talk about this. Just, what What's stopping you? And, and spicy, if you want to come in and and talk, you know, instead of type, you're welcome to. You just come to the Discord, and uh, we're on the live stage. You can put your hand up. But I, I'd like to know what's what's keeping you from doing it. Is there anybody out there that's hesitating streaming? We can take a few minutes and just talk about this. Is there any kind of advice that I can I can offer anybody or, or non-fic? I mean, she's she can tell you from the female side of things. Oh, we got a hand up here, Silent Sorcerer. Let's get you in. Hi, welcome to the panel. Let's uh let's get her in. Oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, him. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> My bad. What's up? Okay, sensitivity is being weird right now. Hi. Okay. <laughs> so I just wanted to like touch on something uh, before when like nonfiction was going like this kind of thing. One of those music. <laughs> I and I'm I'm really just because I just find the situation funny. Um. So the there's a YouTube channel, Jim Canswin Criminal Psychology, and his most recent video was about like faking insanity, and there was one person on it. And they committed a terrible crime. I can't say it on stream because it may just r remove the channel. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And like he put a breakdown of like the interrogation of that person. And during that part, uh, the criminal like brought up sad songs, or what he believed to be sad songs, and uh, there were two listed. So one of them is. Uh, Salad Days by Mac DeMero. And then the other one is Panzerschek. Panzerschek, I don't know how to say it, by Anne One. Former is, former is uh, American band. Latter is a German band. Uh, and I decided to go, like, check, like, find the songs on YouTube, look at the comment sections. And so the Salad Days, everybody is just, like, incredibly 
uh, like bummed out about it and they're and they're like uh we can stand up to this person oh they're not gonna take away our song and the, and the latter one everyone's just laughing like in the conversation the uh Man one everyone's just laughing at the situation because the song is not sad at all it's just it's just about <laughs> it's just about german soldiers dancing that's what it is oh jesus <laughs> yeah so everyone in the comments of that uh, video is just laughing at the whole situation. And it's a sad song. It is not a sad song. It's the fucking complete opposite. So that guy's just an absolute psycho. No, no, it, it's faking insanity. He was not a psycho. He just believed oh, that song. Oh, okay, one. okay, I got he you. This is in German. He doesn't know German. That yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, fucking amazing. <laughs> that is that is good right there. I like that. I don't watch a lot of those shows. Do you guys watch a lot? Like, I see a lot of big streamers. They're um, they're they're kind of like reacting to a lot more of these like murder mystery shows and stuff like that. I don't know. I haven't gotten into it yet. I I haven't really like seen that kind of content on the up and up, mainly because what is there is very hard to work with and like dance around uh, like community. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> the platform's guidelines. I agree. If you're not big enough, like you probably shouldn't be doing it. Straight up removed. Yep. I agree with that. Um, Spicy nugget here says that uh, she's afraid that she'd be boring. And uh, she feels like she's not pretty enough if she was uh, streaming and that we look calm and collected. And, and listen, I, I should be honest about this. Dude, just have fun with what you enjoy on stream. It doesn't matter how big your audience gets. Well, it's it's a little bit of that, but it, I'd be lying if if there wasn't more to it. I have literal experience. Like I've gone to like like speaking school. I've talked in front of very large crowds for quite a bit of my life actually. Like I did first sergeant duty in the military where I had to talk to a crowd of 400 people. Like I've, I've been exposed to so many ways of speaking in front of people. Like when I was in the air force, I earned master instructor. Like that is such a rare thing. And, um, I guess talking in front of people doesn't bother me anymore. My point in that is not to like make it even more daunting. It's really not that what I'm telling you is I've just practiced a lot at the end of the day. You just practice. It's like, you know, when I started making peanut butter jelly sandwiches, they weren't the best now. I mean, you don't like my peanut butter jelly sandwiches. I don't know what's wrong with you. You know, it just takes time. I'm sure you guys probably, probably can concur with that. Right. Just takes time. Like for me, streaming's actually brought me more confidence than like anything else in my life. It took me, you know, 27 years to get here and I'm still like has super bad social anxiety. So I get terrified to do new things and try new things out. And um, honestly, the biggest thing for me was starting with something like Goose Goose Duck because there's 16 other people in the lobby. They're all being silly, derpy. You're having fun with your friends, especially if it's you're with a couple people you already know. And then if you are a little shy, 
you can let them lead the conversation in the commentary, you know, in the meetings and such, and just have fun with them. And people are going to start enjoying your personality more and more. And that's what, well, that's what happened to me at least. And then I started making these friendships and we started branching into other games together. And it was a lot of fun. And it's really just, it's really just, you kind of accidentally gain friends and it grows your confidence. If anything, like I'm pretty calm person. I'm very, very mellow, very relaxed, but people still seem to want to hang out with me. You know, but we yeah. also have like these extra people like 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 on Jack here or like let's take like the Duck Lord for, for example. He is so extra and people love it in there. But when I'm in lobbies with him, I don't talk much like at all, but people still watch because it's like good banter, good stuff going on. And I'm not even talking that much at all the whole game because I'm a quiet person. And I don't have a lot to say and add when everyone's being so loud. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's basically it. And, you know, I I feel bad, honestly, in a way I feel bad for somebody like, uh, we play with uh, a streamer called it's legs and she's an amazing person. Like I love watching her stream, but she started out with almost 20 people watching her concurrently. Like she didn't even have time to like learn and make a mistake on stream. When you start out at that level, it, you, it's just so many eyes on you. It doesn't feel, I mean, maybe it's not that many and I'm overreacting, but like, I don't know, just start slow, get practice. Like, like, don't worry about the numbers. You don't want the numbers to jump up right away because you, you got to learn, you got to walk before you can run. And if everybody's watching you, you're going to be on live stream fails before you know it, which if you are, please mention that, you know, me. And that, uh, you know, hey, I know a guy, maybe he can come onto the yacht with me, you know, just kind of let me know. <laughs> I, um, no, I, I do want everybody to, to stream, but I will, I will argue one point and this might be contentious. Not every, like everybody can stream, but not everybody should stream. You know, for for Twitch, they have over 5 million uh, content creators active per month. They only have 15 million people watching. So it's that's two viewers for every streamer. If everybody was live at the same time, it was equivalent. That's not a, that's not a good situation. So you just have to be prepared to uh, have a slow growth, maybe plateau a little bit, and then learn. So learn and find a good crowd. Find a good crowd to grow together with, you know, find, find the small little group of like three or four streamers to hang out with and just off you go. There you go. That's my advice. Uh, Hey, silent sorcerer. Do you, uh, do you stream? I don't know if he's still there. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Yeah. Crickets. Crickets. Uh, I completely agree with that, though. Like, you find your personality as you grow. And I did plateau like, the last month. And that was, I mean, that's fine. It's expected. And then after uh, I kind of kept finding new people out playing games with the new communities. And then now I'm in a community I really, really, really like. And we're all growing together really strongly and kind of figuring out who we are as a community together. And like, a lot of us are streamers. and. We have people who are 
we're always lurking in all our streams and watching all our streams because that's our community growth and that's now i'm starting to grow again because i you, you figure it out after you plateau you figure out why you plateau how to like mold into like who you want to be you know hey sorcerer no, i i didn't hear you but yes non-fake i do understand yeah. that it's it, it's just it's a it's the process it's a process that many people go through uh sorry silent I I think I'd asked you uh, if you were a streamer. I can't remember. Well, I can I can look at your name. I, I I don't know if there's there might be an issue with the mic. That's all. Uh, Gary says, can we talk about XQC planning uh, to sue the the Olympics? Yes, actually we can. Um, Berlinator, good to see you, buddy. <laughs> good to see you, my man. Um, I think XQC is is going down a very, very dangerous road. And the lawyer he's using is known as a terrible lawyer. So he should rethink his his situation, take his strike, and sit the fuck down. That's what he should do. Yeah, I I already know. I read the whole thing and it's just dumb. It's dumb from the top, just as much as it's dumb. In the bottom, like the whole thing is just full of dumb. And if you ask me, you know, XQC right now is being dumb. He should not do that. But like he says, it's content. I can't argue with that. That, From a business point of view, I don't know if he's going to lose more than he gains or, or vice versa. I have no idea. But from that angle, I support it. It's still full of dumb, but. It's a gamble. It's a risk. I just hope that he hires better, uh, better legal. I hope that helps. Uh, don't worry. I've read it all. I've read it all. I, I've captured the entire thing. I do have my little, my finger on the pulse of the, the streaming world. Hey, what else were we going to talk about? We're going to talk about something else. Uh, what's everybody smoking tonight? Anybody? Is anybody smoking anything tonight? I've been uh, blessed with LA Affy, uh, and, and also just a little bit of, um, uh, we call it BBK, but it's uh, it's uh, Blackberry Kush, Blackberry Kush. Anyway, I hope you guys are well. I'd love to know what you guys are smoking or dabbing or anything like that. This is definitely a 420 stream. Hey, small giant, what's going on? Sabbatical this evening? Nothing wrong with that, man. Sometimes you need one. Well, that is bitter. I have to lurk if I want to attempt to fix this. No worries. Silent, you know you can come back, man. You can come back anytime. Cockroach star in the Olympics. So here's the other thing. I didn't watch the Olympics. I'm not going to watch the Olympics. I I kind of take issues that the fact that they did the Olympics with a global pandemic going on. Like, I just feel like it's such an egregious thing that even if I could watch the Olympics, I still would not. Unstop leg bouncing? No. Yes. Yes. I, yeah, go ahead. Drop it on us. I, do you guys? I don't leg bounce. Do you leg bounce? I do not. Yeah, please feel free to lurk, my dude. I'm so glad you're here, dude. I appreciate you. I'll head to the shop. All right, good. Hopefully you get some good stuff. You know, it's Jet Streak, I'm telling you. Well, that's the thing. We've been told for 25 years to don't do it. Don't do it, forehead. Do it. Do it. 
let your let your mind go free for a little bit. It's so different. So different than drinking. Dude, I I will never have another beer if if like that's the choice. I would give up it for the rest of my life. Do it. It's so good, man. Do it with friends too if you can. It's it's worth it. You know what the best part? Do it with your significant other. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Cutting your Achilles? Yeah, that's that's usually. Uh yeah, we'll definitely get you in on some advice later on too. <laughs> Oh really? He did? Oh god, that's terrible. That that can't. What if he had a heart attack? It is. It was still in my head, dude. And, and but as soon as I got back to where I could do it, I did it, man. Best best decision of my life. It just took what I already had and it elevated me as a person. I was able to get back into things, get back into like find a love. For anybody that that's here, like. If you have an opportunity and you're thinking about trying cannabis, do it. My favorite is edibles. Like I also smoke it as well, but like edibles are like, that's where I'm at. I love edibles. Edibles last longer. They hit different. They're just, they're just beautiful. They're a little bit more psychedelic. And I like that. It kind of eases my mind a little bit. It makes me more creative. I find that it just puts me in a better mood all day long. And, um, I laugh all the time now, all the time. Uh, yeah, the nightmares, dude. Uh, any any kind of like that kind of stuff, ADHD, all of that, this helps. Bowl of Zookies at home. Ooh, dude, dude. That's not bad. That is not bad. Pineapple edible gummies. I'm going to make some, dude. I have, uh, I have some wedding cake oil that I, I want to make some edibles with. I think it's going to be so good. I think I'm going to make a bunch of worms just for myself. Can I have some? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I learned how to make all my own stuff because buying it, like if you learn how to process it on your own, it's so much cheaper than going to like dispensary and stuff like that. So like if you could get like just like an ounce or something like that from, you know, your local dispensary or wherever you are um, and you could turn it into like vegetable oil you can turn it into uh, um, um, concentrates and make gummies out of it. There's so much you can do with it. I highly recommend it, if, especially if you have trouble sleeping. Uh, if you have trouble, like, like if you just stun locked in the head, man, like this stuff helped break me through some of this, some of the issues I was having. Yeah, wedding cake is is so amazing. Is growing legal? I, in some places it is, in a lot of places it's not. So I, I highly recommend, like, don't don't push it, you know? Like, go out and get a dispensary. There's plenty of places to go and get it. And you don't have to worry about that stuff. I mean, I hope one day it will be legal. Yeah, I am. I'm absolutely... That's the whole point of this podcast as well. As Jetstreak said, I try to get as high as I possibly can before I do this podcast. This podcast is super special to me. This is like this is where we get personal a little bit. This is where we get away from the news articles during the the daytime podcast. This is where we can actually have a, a deeper conversation. You know, we can talk about boobies, we can talk about drugs, we can talk about uh, some deeper issues. I don't mind going down this. I prepare myself mentally for this, but yeah, absolutely. I'm stuck in my head a lot of times too, but this really helps me break out of it. Seriously, 
Like if you want a break from stun locks, but also go into it this way. If you've never smoked or it's been a super long time since you've smoked, um, you may not get high the first couple times. Like it may do nothing. And you're going to be like, this stuff's garbage. doesn't work for some people. It takes three or four times, but man, that one time when it hits, holy hell, it's, it's, it's game changing. Hopefully. Colorado's super legal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Caterpillars, yeah, great. I bet you Colorado would be epic to go to and just have like a full smoking like vacation and stuff like that. I think that would be so good. Vermont has one. Oh my god. I think I may have just figured out what to get my wife for her birthday. Has anybody gone on like a smoking bed and breakfast place by chance? Do you think that would be, that'd be a bad move during COVID? I think, Oh, I would love to go to a place where it's just like a small bed and breakfast where there's several couples in and out uh, and and you're just smoking together and you're just enjoying different. Oh my God. If this doesn't exist, can I, can I also, can I build this empire? I think I just had like an aneurysm on stream. <laughs> a smoking bus tour. I think that's amazing. Like one of my own personal goals. I can't believe how far we've gone from like nude beaches all the way to here. Um, one of my personal goals is to smoke every single strain I can possibly get before I get to the end. Like, honestly, it's such a big deal to me. I anytime like I'm around somebody and somebody's like, hey, you want to try X, Y, Z? I'm like, yep. The answer is yes. Yes, I do. Uh, three shops in a bar. That's amazing. A bud and breakfast. See, in Colorado, what I expected, but I wonder if they have it in Vermont. A bud and breakfast. Hold on. Vermont bud and breakfast. You'd have to show that you're all, you'd have to, oh my God, this actually exists. You know, I started this podcast earlier asking, well, before I started it, I asked my daughter, I said, I don't know what I'm going to get my wife for her birthday. I think I do now. I think I do now. Holy cow. Thank you guys. I appreciate this. Maybe uh, either Vermont or Maine. Has anybody ever done one of these? Wait, I want to know. Has anybody ever done a, a bud and breakfast? Has anybody done any kind of bud tour at all? If you're in my chat right now and you're willing to tell me about it uh, and you feel comfortable, please do. I would please clap. <laughs> yeah, thank you, dude. Thank you so much. I've been trying to think of like, how can I give her an experience for her birthday? That would be different than anything else. This could be it. This could be completely it. I wonder how she'll feel about this. This could, oh my God, game changer. All right, my mind is blown. My mind is blown right now. I just, I know what I'm watching on YouTube for the rest of the night. Literally, that's what I'll be doing. I want to know if I go to a bud and breakfast, will they have all the bud that I want there? Can I smoke as much as I want? Oh my God. There's so many questions I have. 
Nonfic, you and your husband, you guys going to do this? You know how I feel about, about smoking. Oh, oh, there's, oh my God, Pocket's here. What's going on, Pocket? Oh man, you came in at, at the right time or, or the worst time. It's one of those two things. Dude, thank you so much, man. Appreciate that. How are you tonight, dude? Hold on. I still think I have a pocket command in here. Yep. I still have a pocket command. Hey, for everybody that's here, you guys should check out podcast, uh, pockets podcast. He does amazing work over there as well. Thank you, my dude. Appreciate it. Maddie, what's going on? Good to see you too. I do. I have a pocket command. <laughs> I do have a pocket command. Dude, you may not know this, but I, I shout you out a lot. <laughs> I do, man. Even when you're not here. Oh, God. My fanboy is coming out. I have an unpacked command. That's perfect. Make sure it does say unpacked. Dude, seriously, everybody has that same spelling um, the spelling error. That is so beautiful. So I love I love it when it says unpacked. Jeopardy final uh, talking about Philippines. Really? What's the question? I want to know if I can get it right. Can I get that question right, Jet Streak? <laughs> yeah, dude, I do a lot of silly stuff on my podcast and my stream. Anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about um, we were talking about a bud and breakfast. So I was uh, I was mentioning to the audience that my wife's birthday is coming up in just a couple weeks, and I need to do something. I need to do something big time. Yo, Hamzini, thank you so much for the follow. Um, and then they were like, it's a bud and breakfast. But I don't know if it's a bad idea. Do you guys think that's a bad idea during COVID to go to a bud and breakfast? I mean, I would assume that everybody would show like they're fully vaccinated. And it's not a huge deal. What do you guys think? I, I don't want to be irresponsible either. But we are fully vaccinated. My entire family is. I don't know if I'd want to risk it though. But when do we when do we ever? June twelfth wait, change independence day from July fourth. What? Really? Oh, that's weird. That is weird. I don't know what their independence day is. I have to look that up. Yeah, I mean I'll be fine. I just she's a little nervous. Like we've started putting our mask back on. But like I would love to take her to a button breakfast. That is very interesting. I'm going to look that up. Thank you, man. Yo, the duck. What's up? I know. I don't want to be irresponsible. Well, I don't want to kill anybody. That's the thing. Like, I don't want to kill anybody. But my God, I would love to go to a bud and breakfast. I've never been to one. If you guys have, if you guys have been to any kind of thing like that before, please tell me. My, my stage is live right now. You can tell me what any story you want. <laughs> no, I'm still irresponsible, my dude. I'm stuck, but I don't want to. I don't want to kill my significant other either. I want. I want us to go all the way to the grave together. You know. Yeah, go if you're vaccinated. All right, like I, I'm still like you know we've all been locked in our houses for like a year and a half, and I I I need to get out of the mindset that it's okay to go outside and play. But we do wear our masks in Walmart. Nobody, you shouldn't trust anybody at Walmart, right? Like I feel like. 50% of New Hampshire is vaccinated. 100% of people in Walmart are unmasked. 100%, except me. I'm not. 
I'm scared, man. This is my wife, dude. Like, I can't, I can't afford to lose her. Like, she's, she's so cute, man. Like, I don't want to lose her. She's too cute. Rent Airbnb instead and just smoke all in their Airbnb. No, I want to go to a place. I want to, I want to take her for an experience. Like, you know, like we're older, like I could buy her shit, but I always buy her stuff. So, I mean, this doesn't feel the same. Like buying her like a gold like bracelet. I buy her that to her anytime she wants. I just I want to give her something that like is special. Like it creates a memory, you know. I do kill geese all the time. That's true. If you give me a space bar, I will use it. <laughs> that is true. Um, just play video games. Yeah, easy. Yeah, we like. Yeah, I love Wafu. <laughs> uh, is don't yeah I don't trust like in or out of COVID. You should not trust people in in Walmart. For yeah, for absolute sure. A nice Airbnb by the water. Maybe that is the way to go. Bring her own bud and just sit on the water in Vermont somewhere. God damn it. I wish I had an assistant. I need an assistant. I'd be like, hey, did you get that? I need a house on the water. Let's go. Get my suitcases too. No, I'm kidding. I'm never demanding. I would always be like, I'll take the suitcases out, but I appreciate you packing the extra toothpaste. <laughs> J Twitch, what's up, dude? In the 808 in here. I like this. Used to be pretty THC filled. Oh man, I have THC in everything I have. It is so good. I've learned so much from YouTube. I've literally learned so much from there. Yeah, like I want to take her on a tour, but we can't go too far. So it has to be like Maine or Vermont or Mass. It has to be the one of those. It can't be too far. Yeah, you want one too? All right, gold gold bracelets for everybody. Let's go. Um, I think it's safe, man. I would that delta is no joke. That delta is literally running through us, man. Like I don't know. Like the problem is, even though I'm vaccinated, I can spread it to somebody that is unvaccinated, and it could be a child or something. I just don't want that on my conscience. I I really can't have that on my conscience for the rest of my life. And I feel so bad because these kids are in Walmart without masks. Cause their parents don't love them enough to put a mask on them. And you know, they're too young. They're like eight years old. They haven't been vaccinated. So now the responsibility is me to put my mask on. So I don't kill this eight year old because his parents doesn't want to put a mask. See what I mean? It's like, there's too much pressure, dude. Too much pressure. A hot tub. Oh, that sounds good, man. That's what I want. I got to find a good place. I'm so bad at finding places on the water, on the water. <laughs> You look me up. Yeah, but she doesn't want to go more than like maybe a few hours away. Like we're really close to Montreal. We're three hours south of Montreal. We're like right next to Vermont, right next to Maine, and right next to Mass. I need to find something. Aloha, dude. I, I love Hawaii. Jet Street just moved from Hawaii. Wow, we got somebody that's that's why like I assume that you're there. There's somebody that just left. Very nice. Leslie, good to see you. My day's doing great. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. It's in Florida. Oh, God, I'm not going to Florida. Literally 25% of Florida is positive for COVID. One in four Floridians have COVID. That's true. Just for the record, it's not because the Mexicans are coming over. It's not because of that. Um, yeah, night's going great. Going to hop off. Hey, no worries, man. I will see you in a little bit. Thank you for stopping here in Nebraska. I appreciate you. You know that, though. Dude, a hot tub overlooking the water, but I don't know where to go for that. Like, I, oh man, I've never had, like, I've never had those kind of situations. 
Can I be honest? I've partied most of my life in Asia. I know how to make that happen in Asia. And it doesn't matter what country. I can make that happen in Asia. I don't know how to make anything happen in the U.S. I feel like a broken soul, man. I lived and grew up here in the U.S. And I don't know how to do cool things in the U.S. I only know how to do cool things in Asia. That's, that sucks, man. What a, what a first world problem. Is that a first world problem? I don't know if it actually is or not. Oh, yeah, no. Plenty of children have been in ICU. I mean, it doesn't like we don't even know the long term effects, but um, but yeah, I, I either way, I'm not a doctor and I do not want to put anybody in harm's way. Like if I get COVID fine, but I don't want to give you COVID, you know, like I, I don't want to do that. So I got to be very careful. I I'm just like I'm such a people person. Like I, I really try to put myself in everybody else's shoes I try to be the best human being as, as that I can. It's really not an inconvenience to me at all. Like, honestly, just being a decent person isn't tiring even a little bit. Sometimes it's even fun. Like, sometimes you just, I'm going to be good today. And then there you go. You're, you're good. It's, it's super easy. But Delta is no joke. And, and, and I really, 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 I'm taking that very serious. We're still hibernating a little bit. But, yeah, Absolutely detox <laughs> yes yes um it's unbelievable yeah he's on the ninth island <laughs> jesus um i try you know i mean it's not easy there's a lot of people that hate me too i was a, i was kind of different when i was a little bit younger i didn't really think about other people as much as i do now and, and unfortunately those people they knew me then and, and i'm a very different person well i wouldn't say i'm different different i just have I have stronger, like stronger commitments to myself these days. You know, like I've been through some shit, like just like you have. I'm sure you guys have all been through some shit as well. Yeah, Vegas. We've been talking a lot lately about maybe going back out to Albuquerque. We've been talking about that maybe in the future, either a second home or um, or actually just maybe moving there after the kids are out of school. I really enjoyed the Southwest. The Southwest was really nice. It was five hours from Colorado Springs and Albuquerque is just, it's the elevation is 5,200 feet, but it's far enough South where it doesn't just snow all the time. Like Colorado Springs. Yeah. We've all been through. Absolutely. Um, I want to, I'm going to come out like, honestly, jet streak. We, we love Vegas. You know, I'd love to go out there. Last time we were out there, I took my wife to a Penn and Teller show and she fell in love with it. Vegas is awesome for anybody that's never been out there. I don't know if I could live there, but I can visit there all the time. I don't have any issues with that. But yeah, Albuquerque is very interesting to me still. So you never know. It's like a five-year plan. We're loosely talking about it. I don't know if we're going to stay or go. I have no idea. We're still, we're still, we're in year number four. And I think a lot of people are getting a little itchy. I think there's a lot of people out there that are, um, they're kind of ready to go a little bit, you know, 115 degrees. That's serious, man. But you know, you get used to it after a while too. Vegas can be fun on a very different level. I like the fact that there's so much to do in Vegas. Like there's never a boring night. And if there is, then it's your own fault more than likely. Yeah. I, I would say that it is definitely your own fault if you're bored. Like there's so many shows that I want to go to 
even the buffets were amazing. I don't know what it is like right now. I mean, like you said, mass on during um, uh, during COVID, and, and that's fine, you know. But I think yesterday they announced nine hundred thousand new shots uh, were administered yesterday. So I only mention that because maybe we'll get a little bit closer. We'll get a little bit closer to everybody being vaccinated, and we can move on out of this dumb thing. Like I don't know about you guys, but I would like to go back to normal too. I think we all do. At least, like it won't ever be normal, normal. But like, there has to be something better than this. Like, dude, I miss hugging people. I miss like just chilling with people. Like the thought that I, I can't even pass past Puff anymore, that upsets me at, at my core. I love pass past Puff. I love sharing a good joint with everybody. Like, I want to go see Pocket down in, in New York City. I want to come kick it. I want to go to Cat's Deli, too. That's what I want to do. I want to go to Cat's Deli, and I want to see Pocket. If I can do that in one day, that's like a dream come true, baby. Only four hours away, too. I could drive. I could be in my car right now heading to New York City. Me and Pocket could be uh, downtown Times Square in, like, five hours. I'm sure he'd love that. As we get into the home stretch, um, I do want to just just remind everybody uh, we do have just a little bit longer here on this. Glippy, good to see you too. Um, if there's anything you want to chime in on, now is a great time to do that before we uh, start getting towards the closing of this podcast for the evening. This has been a great night. This podcast is one of my favorites. Come on over. I want to. I would. I would like to come over. Like I can hit the 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 train station even. The train station will take me to Boston, and I can grab uh, the the commuter from Boston to New York City. I could be there in a heartbeat, even if I don't drive. Or I could jump in my car and be there in four hours. I don't know which I'd rather do, because I don't want to deal with parking in New York. New York sucks for parking. I mean, unless you know that you're going somewhere and there's a parking garage, it's a miserable. Like, I don't mind driving through New York City, but driving to New York City, ugh, Gross. Gross. Yeah, I like that new identity. It looks good on you, man. I've been soul-crushing, single, live alone. Oh, my God, dude. I could not imagine being single and alone. Dude, no dating. That's a lot of masturbation. I, God, God bless anybody that has to go through that. I'm so sorry, my friend. Those are tough times. I mean, you must be the strongest guy in a pickle jar, though. Uh, we're hanging out near Times Square tomorrow. Oh my God, that would be so much fun! Literally, that would be a great time. <laughs> I miss going to New York City. It's been a long time since so I've just gone and hung out. Yeah, yeah, man. I'd chat up everybody. I'd be chatting up like goats. I'd be chatting up like warm apple pies. I'd be chatting up anything. After sixteen months of being alone, dude, you might as well have like Wilson and have been stranded on an island like Tom Hanks. You have a car in New York City, you're an absolute animal. <laughs> you're an absolute animal having an, a, a car in New York City. Bold. Very bold. I just, every time I've gone through, everybody's always like white knuckles when I drive through New York City, especially if I get off like 95 or whatever, and I actually like get into like like the, the traffic traffic of it. And people start freaking out in my car. They're like, are we getting out of here? Are we going to be fine? I'm like, guys, I grew up here in New, you know, in New London, Connecticut. Like, I'm fine. We, we'll be fine. 
Yeah, four hour time frame, dude. You could, yeah, that's true. LA or Hollywood, that'd be so good, man. Dude, you're in a good spot. You, I like, honestly, I love that region. Like, that whole, like, New Mexico, uh, Nevada, Arizona, like, the Colorado, that whole area is so gorgeous, too. You got the mountains just dotting the landscape. It's so awesome. I'm going to order one now. There you go. You got this. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do. I talked to Dorian. That's who I talked to all day long. Like, Dorian almost knows English. He just he doesn't have the vocal cords to repeat the words to me. But, like, I swear to God, he talks back to me in his own way. Yeah, I talk to my cat all the time. People think I'm weird, but I'm not. On the street every day after work. See, you got to know the spots. But, like, I don't live there. So, for me, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to come back and my car is going to be on blocks. <laughs> don't go to Tahoe. Uh, dude, actually, Tahoe, last time I saw a picture of it, I read the news. Like, I thought it was so low. Like, it's, it's like, almost out of water to the point where uh, the Hoover Dam can't actually generate electricity. Does anybody know? Is that then, has that been resolved? I, I don't want to get into news too much, but just out of curiosity, morbid curiosity. I love Las Vegas. Las Vegas um, prostitution is also illegal. If you lived in if you lived in Vegas, would you, and you could visit a prostitute, would you? Would you? If I was single, I would. I would do it just for the experience. I would want to see what a professional does. That's my excuse, but I, I'm not, I'm not. So we're not in that situation. So we can't go. I mean, I'll drive you there, but I can't go in. <laughs> That's like me. Oh, 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 okay. God, I'm so dumb when it comes to like my, my body's of water. I will get better though. I will absolutely get better. Um, so tomorrow, just kind of wrap this up a little bit. Uh, if you guys have any like last comments or anything, um, now's a great place to uh, put them right there in the chat. I, I got this is like a five minute warning. All right. Five minute warning. We'll wrap things up for the night. I, um, I, uh, I've had such a good week and tomorrow for those that are watching this on YouTube, can I just say thanks for watching this? So, so far, like, I can't believe you got this far. This is amazing. If you wouldn't mind like liking this, like and if you got this far, you must like me at least a little bit. Like there must be like, like a sliver in there. You know what I mean? Just enough to just do that free little click on the subscribe button. It's almost harmless. Almost. The last thing you could do, like if you really want to like brah, like a true bra moment, drop a comment. Just do it. Tell me something. I don't tell me I'm bald. I don't really give a shit. I just want your comment. You can give me a no comment. That's right. You could literally go into the comment section, put no comment, and I would give you a little heart. I will I will heart that. You could do that. It's up to you. You'd be an absolute animal if you did. But that's fine. In the ocean, anyone care? No, nobody would care. It would be the official Brexit. That's what that would be, small giant. It would literally be the official Brexit. Um tomorrow we're gonna play Goose Goose Duck. Wednesdays are gonna be my gaming days. They start at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You get four hours of gaming with me. Tomorrow, we're going to do Goose Goose Duck. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. 
We're going to do four hours of Goose Goose Duck. It's going to be a public open lobby. You can come over there and play. It's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be good. Um, and just so everybody knows, you guys are welcome to be a part of this. You guys are welcome to put submissions in the submission uh, channel in the Discord. We can talk about all kinds of things. And your feedback is welcome. I want to know if you like this. Is this a podcast worth doing? Do you guys want me to do an After Dark? If you don't like the direction it's going in, you guys can always comment as well. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just doing the best I can. And Raw Sauce, thanks for the follow. Appreciate that. I like it. That's why I'm here all the time. And I appreciate that. I figure after I do 20 episodes or so and I cut them all up and I get them all up on YouTube, that maybe, just maybe, the audience will start growing a little bit. So we'll see. Yeah. But, I like it. Yeah, it's really hard to grow on Twitch, especially in this time slot. So I can't expect too much. But I will uh, start getting all the audio versions of this over to the podcast sites. There's a lot of things I'm going to do with this. I'm going to chop this up and build this up in so many different ways. We're going to do it on TikTok. We're going to do it in a lot of different ways. So, um, yeah, nonfic. I'm going to wrap things up. Is there anything... Um, is there anything, last words that you'd like to say? I appreciate you being here tonight. I just enjoy being here. I enjoy your company and your banter and everything you have to say and chiming in. And I've just been doodling on my drawing pad while chiming in here and there. Well, thank you. I, I enjoy mm-hmm. yours as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. Odd Life, good to see you, man. How are you today? I hope you're well. Oh, I'll take those hearts too. No worries. <laughs> I'll take those hearts. Um, yeah, so we're going to do this again. Yeah, it has been a while. I hope you're well. I was just in your Discord the other night. I was just checking things out. I was thinking about you. Um, tomorrow is going to be Goose Goose Duck. Thursdays, we're going to do the repeat, the same thing that we did today. At 11 a.m. on Thursdays, we start Critically Unjacked. It's more of a news, common, like, current events, uh, open panel kind of thing, just like this, except it's three hours long. On Thursday night at 9 p.m., we do Unjacked After Dark as well. We go again. I'll bring some new topics. Maybe we'll uh, we'll do, I, I think I got something unique for the next one. I think we're going to put some uh, topics in a hat and bring on a panel and just kind of riff off of it. I think that's what we do. I think we should have some fun. I think uh, I need to find a unique spin for this show and make it worthwhile for you guys to come out. I got to make sure that you guys are dying to come out to see what happens on this uh, episode of Unjacked After Dark. There it is. I got to get my hook on that. Um, Yeah. So, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to try to get a good night's sleep so I can kill some, some geese or some ducks tomorrow or... Whatever whatever I can space bar, basically. It doesn't really matter to me. As long as someone's dying around here. All right. Thank you for being here. I appreciate that. This is episode two of Unjacked After Dark in the books. This will be up on YouTube soon. I will be cutting it up for the Unjacked Clips channel, which I will start promoting here uh, once there's content. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Get those zookies. Hey, great chat with you guys too. 
Uh, Jesstreak, I, I do have my phone. We can always text. I know you're a few hours uh, behind me. I'm still going to be up for a little while. Make sure you hit me up. Everybody else that's here, you can always hit me up in the Discord. Don't, don't forget. I will be back tomorrow. I'll be back on Thursday. I hope you guys drop by. I appreciate that. Much love to everybody. Uh, and I hope you have a great night. All right, guys. Later.